We're blessed to be alive. We're blessed to have an opportunity. Oh, Josh. Josh is here, Josh Samet. We have the opportunity for us to, to, to grow. Nachi, could you give me the missiles of Sharm over there? We have an opportunity to grow. And I want to talk about a very important aspect of growth that, um, that I think is important. Again, just to, just to chazer over, just to review, you know, every day is another opportunity for growth. And the more a person, the more a person learns, learns the newness of a day and the difference of a day and how every day brings another, another element and another dimension of life, as we've said, life is today. This is life. You're in your life right now. You're living life right now as we speak. And when a person wants to change, I want to t- talk about Lashon Hara and, and, and seeing people, but I think it's a very important aspect of growth. We've said many times when it comes to growth and change, so some people need to learn what that means to change. Change is not, is not, uh, it's, it's not um, objective change, it's subjective. What does that mean? It means it applies to everybody differently. Obviously, there are certain principles of change, of growing, right? We all grow. Growth is very um, objective, whether you're growing. But in what area to grow, that is very subjective. It's very personal. For this person, he might need to take a break. For this person, he might need to work harder. For this person, he needs to learn to relax more. For this person, he needs to learn to stop relaxing so much. For this guy, it means he's got to learn to talk more. He's got to share more. For this guy, he needs to learn to, you know, to be quiet more and to be more you know, careful with his words. Uh, for this person, he's too careful. You know what I mean? He's just got to learn to just be himself and express himself. So, so the, the details of growth are very, very, very subjective and very particular to who you are, which is really comes down to Lush and Hara. Why do we speak Lashon Hara? Why do people sometimes speak Lashon Hara? It's because we expect everybody to be just like me. We expect everyone to either be perfect, we expect everyone to be something. And when I see someone who is, who is something, so, so one of the judgments is, oh, so this guy is, uh, you know, he's, he has ego, he's a this. Okay, uh, so he's human. So he has his struggles. Why does it bother us? Why does it bother me? Why do I, why do I look at someone negatively? So, so what? Why can't he have chesronos? Why can't he have weaknesses within himself? Why can't he have that? Why can't someone be limited? And that's what I really want to talk about. I want to talk about the fact that we're limited. Every person has limits. Every person has, has uh, things that he's good at and things that he's not so good at. And like we say many times, the, the goal in life is to try and truly, truly understand yourself and know what your limitations are and what your, what your uh, non-limits are. I mean, we're, we're all limited at, at, at some point because we're, we're you know, uh, mortal and we're, we're, um, we're physical and we're all going to die and we're all limited in the things that, that, that we can do. And sometimes what's frustrating for all of us is those limits 
that are set on us by, by the world, by, by Hashem, by other people, and, and, and especially when a person thinks in terms of growing, and that's why I want to talk about it a little bit today, when a person thinks in terms of growing, you know, it's, it's um, a lot of times a person has to realize where he is and what his boundaries and his limits are and to grow from within that, to really learn to accept that and to grow within his limitations. Sometimes our, our, our desire and our want to, to escape who we are really creates the fact that we don't have um, boundaries on ourselves. And we're not able to say, you know what, I am limited when it comes to this. I do have this problem. A lot of times a person is in denial to really accept the fact that he has these struggles and that he's really needs to deal with certain things. The natural thing is we want to we want to run away from that and say, oh, I'm free. But sometimes that freedom, so to speak, that we think we have is not freedom. It's running away from, from what we need to deal with. And it's not really freedom. It's just, um, it's just a quick band-aid, whatever you want to call it, or an illusion. I'll call it denial because denial is the uh, Russia Tavis for it doesn't even notice, I don't, don't even notice I am lying. You don't even know. That's why it's so important to talk it out with other people. That's why it's so important. That's why I want to uh, just say with the Lashon Hara, that's why I love starting off talking about Hilchus Lashon Hara because how we view people is so, so, um, so such a mirror of, of how we view ourselves. When we view other people and the way, things that we don't like about other people and the fact that we look at someone who's negative uh, in, we look at someone in a negative light and we look at the negativity. It's very, very um, clear what that does for us. You know, when we look at someone and we're judging someone, um, which is a normal thing to do, people judge people, that's a very normal thing, especially when people are acting a certain way and especially when you're very sensitive. If you're a very sensitive person, when you're not dealing with your stuff, if a person's not dealing with his stuff, a lot of times it's going to manifest his bother, his stuff that bothers him is going to manifest in, in somebody else because you can't see it in yourself. And to say, like I started off saying, that that person has chesronos, that person has weaknesses, that person has things that he has to work on. So what's wrong with that? Why is that, why is that bothering me so much? What's wrong with that? I think part of that is, is because we don't want to accept in ourselves that I have chesronos. I don't want to accept in myself. Now, I'm not getting into the specifics. If you see ego in somebody else, it means you have ego. If you see, okay, great, we're not getting into that right now. That's not the point of this uh, you know, discussion right now. I just want to open it up to all of you guys over here is that I think one of the th ways for a person to grow in an ironic way is for a person to realize that he is limited and that you are limited in what it is that you are good at. Now, and that's not a, that's not a negative thing because when you, when, you, when you accept certain things that you say no to, you say yes to something else. If I'm limited in this area, it means I'm very, I'm very uh, good in this area. 
I'm very good in this area. I'm very strong in this area. People are afraid to look at themselves and to say, okay, these are my, you know, what happens is we want to focus on everything. We want to do everything many times as opposed to focusing on what are my strengths? What am I good at? What do I focus on? Uh, and, and the more you focus on the things that you're good at, the more you focus on the things that you are, are um, naturally drawn to or people tell you you're good at it. Right? That's the problem where they say, okay, what is the, you know, what's the mesech that the yeshiva is learning? You know, I, I, for some reason that always bothers me, that question, like, what mesech are we learning? I don't know, everybody learns, obviously there is that, the yeshivas learn the same mesech, whatever it is. Over here, we don't really have that so much, and I'm, and I'm proud to say that. Why? Because everyone has to learn their own mesech. Everyone's got to learn their own mesech. Okay, if it happens to be that we're learning all the same thing, great. But I'm saying, and it's nice to have people learning the same thing. But the point is, what are you learning? What are you, what's the Torah? To have your chalik in Torah. This one likes to learn chsidis. This one likes to learn musr. This one likes to learn halacha. This one le- likes to learn babakama. This one le- likes to learn moed, psachim. This one likes to learn that. And no one's right and no one's wrong. It's really finding yourself in 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 yourself in who you are and that comes with limitations that's that's what i'm trying to say it comes to say i'm not so good at that where i'm weak in that area i'm weak in that area i'm not naturally good in that area this is hard for me this is easier for me and so too when i see in somebody else okay so that guy is uh you know that guy uh i don't know what what what, what, what what's a classic lashnara i don't know that guy's a lazy guy okay so, what, why, so why is that a problem? So he's lazy. Okay, I'm also lazy. Who's not lazy? I'm la- he's lazy in that area, and I might be lazy in that area. Right? Everyone, everyone has, everyone has every, again, that's the key. When, you say, when, you're, when, you're, when you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else. When you say no to something, you're saying yes to something else. Yes and no are just clarifying what it is that you want and what you're choosing to do. Yes and no. When you say, when you say, when a person escapes into something, you know what he's saying to that? He's saying that I, I, it's hard for me to deal with reality. It's hard for me to deal with certain things. Reality is too hard for me to deal with. So I'm choosing to, you know, to move away from that. But there's nothing wrong with saying it's hard for me to deal with reality. It might, be, it might be painful for me to deal with myself. There might be feelings that I don't want to deal with. It's not, and that's not a bad thing. It's not bad. It's just understanding that, that, that I'm limited. And I'm not able, I'm, not able, uh, I'm limited in, 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 in areas. And not everything is going to be perfect and not everything is going to be exactly the way I want things to be. The second a person does that, there's like sort of this pressure off of him and he doesn't judge as much. Okay, so that guy is a, you know, is a lazy guy. That guy has ego to him. Okay, so what's wrong with that? I have ego to me also. I'm lazy also. Why, why is, what's wrong with that? And I think when a person realizes that, then he can really grow because you're really investing in the areas that you need to invest in. You really are putting your kokos, your strength, your mind, your heart, whatever it is, into the areas where you need 
to be in. That's where you need to be. And it's very easy. You know, it says that they used to, how would they be able to tell someone what his job was? How did people know what to do? Now it's like, okay, you got to be a doctor, you got to be a lawyer, you got to be a gazillionaire. That's the goal of people, more or less. That's what everyone's thinking. I got to, I got to, it's not what I do. I got to, you got to make the money. You got to make the money. I got to love everything that I do all the time that I do. It used to be they would take a guy, a kid, when he's 12 years old, when he's 14 years old, they'd bring him to the market. And they'd have a market of, of a guy, there was a bakery, and there was a tailor, and there was an artist, and there was like a urgent care, you know, this is obviously before urgent care, there was someone, a nurse, or someone over there, there was a, a lawyer, like a, a, a Besden, whatever it was. They had like 15, 20 different, you know, there was someone uh, doing business in one of these things, and they'd walk the child around, walk the kid around, and where the child naturally would stop and sort of like be more interested in the bakery. Oh, I love the way they bake. I love the way the, the guy draws. And this guy would say, oh, I like this, I like that. So you're naturally, Hashem made us that we have natural, natural pull, we're pulled, you know, to a certain <coughs> natural thing. And that's not, again, that might, you might feel limited sometimes in that. A person might feel limited and that I can't do this. I can't do this other thing. This is what I'm. This is what I'm. I'm good at. But when you do that, what was that line? Sorry to mention uh, uh, Bruce Lee. What did he say? Bruce Lee said, um, "You guys know Bruce Lee, right? Bruce Lee was the, from the biggest karate masters ever to live. He said, better to do um, one kick one a thousand times than a thousand kicks one time." Better to do one kick a thousand times than to do a thousand kicks one time. What does that mean? It means find your niche. Find your kick, so to speak. Find what you're good at. And that could sometimes feel limiting. Sometimes it feel, might feel limiting. But sometimes we push away the, what, what, what's right in front of our nose. We push away what our strength is because, because it's probably because of jealousy or, or just a lack, you know, it's not, it's not jealousy. It's probably just a lack of paying attention to what is good for me. That's probably what it is. It's just we're, we're told to look at all of these things and that this is good. We're told by Netflix and we're told by, you know, uh, by uh, social media. I don't even know. I, I can't imagine what it is just to be watching other people and other people. So you say, okay, this is success. Why is it, who, who says that that's success, right? When someone says, we've said this many times, oh, my friend is successful. Right? I've, and I've always said this. My friend is successful. What does usually that mean? Yeah, if you hear that from someone, what does that mean? If you say that your friend's successful, what does that mean? What? He's got a lot of money, right? I, in my mind, that's not, what, why is that successful? He has a terrible marriage. He's actually not a nice guy. But he's got a lot of money. Why is that success? I don't, I don't think that's successful. Why is that successful? But what happens is, in society, they brainwash us and they tell us that that is success, right? If anybody would, anybody would say, so I have a friend who's a successful guy. That's a, it's called a meme. That's called like a language of like, oh, huh, yeah, okay. Everybody here is going to say that that means, that that means, uh, um, you know, with money. I don't look at it like that. I don't think that that's success. I think you could say, when I speak to people and I say, 
he's wealthy, I'll always say he's financially, and you can catch me on it, you won't catch me on it, because I'll never say it anymore. I'll never say that guy's wealthy, because maybe he's poor in his relationships with people. Maybe he's poor in his relationship with himself. Maybe he's poor that he's a liar, so he's poor in the way he speaks to other people, in the way he sees things. Maybe he's poor in his relationship with his parents. Maybe he's poor in his security of who he is. But he might be wealthy when it comes to money, so I'll say he's financially wealthy. But he might be poor in other areas. So it's very important when you're thinking about your life to say, okay, what am I gauging, right? We learned it in Masil Sharm last night. What do I gauge as, as wealthy and not wealthy? What do I gauge as successful and not successful? And I'm not saying for someone not to be successful, financially successful. There's nothing wrong with being financially successful. It's great to be financially successful. But which, where is it on your list of success? What, where, what, what number is that on your list of what I'm going for. And it's very, very important to really be, really be zoned in on yourself because what happens is you will see that you have your limitations. You will see that you're limited, but your limits will only bring fruit to who you really are. It'll really define who you are because you can't, sometimes a person, you know, sometimes a person pushes himself in an area and he's frustrated, that's why you need a Rebbe, that's why you need a good friend, that's why you, you, you need a therapist. You need someone who could step outside of you and say, oh, I've been trying this thing, I've been trying this thing, I've been trying this thing, and I keep on failing and I keep on failing. You're not failing. You're not failing. That's not for you. That's not something that's for you. That's not, that's not, that's not you. That's not what, what you're meant to be doing. It used to be in the time of the Arizal, Right? The Arizal would come and look at you and say, oh, okay, you're put on this, wor- on this world, you're put on this planet to do X, Y, and Z. Bam, he could look at your neshama and say, you're a Gilgal of this one, who's a Gilgal of that one, who ultimately is a Gilgal of you know, uh, uh, Yisachar the, from, from, from the Shvatim. And therefore, you're supposed to learn Torah, but you're supposed to be like this. And he could look at your neshama and you'd be like, okay, great. Well, I don't know what it, would, what, what it would do, but obviously it would be, things would be a little bit easier. For us, it's much more challenging to find out and to be true. And that's where people struggle in school. Okay, and then I'll, I'll let you guys, uh, I really want to hear from, from you. That's why people struggle in school. Why do they struggle in school? The reason they struggle in school is because you have to be that. That's what you have to be. You have to be good at math. You have to be good at history. You have to be good at English. You have to be good at that. And then you have all the Hebrew subjects. You've got to be good at Gemara. You've got to be good at Halacha. And you've got to be the same. Everyone's got to be the same. Everyone's got to be the same. And if, they're, and if you're not good, if you have A-A-E-I-C, right? Some people call that ADHD. I don't know what that means. But we call it A-A-E-I-C, above average energy, imagination, and creativity. So if you have A-A-E-I-C, right? Then, then, then you're going to be um, jumping around like a jelly bean um, and not doing well in, in math and not doing well in Gemara and then there's something wrong with you. Nope, there's nothing wrong with you. Absolutely nothing. There's nothing wrong with anyone. Why is there something wrong? Something wrong with anyone. How can there be something wrong with a seven-year-old kid? What could be wrong with them? What do they, they do? They're only seven years on this planet. I mean, what could possibly be wrong? So the, all the teachers come together and the principal and they all get together, these older men and women, and they sit down and they discuss, what are we going to deal with this problem kid? 
No, there's no problem kid. No kid is a problem. It's your problem because you don't know what this kid needs and you're not tuned in to what this kid needs. You don't know what they need. It's not the problem. They're just, just they don't fit into your system. They don't fit into your box, right? And if you're not tuned in, you'll do the same thing to your kids. You'll do the same thing to your kids. If you're not able to smell out what you're good at and you're not able to be true to yourself, how are you supposed to be true to your kids? How would that? It's impossible. You can't be true to somebody else. This is a fact. This is not like an opinion. You can't be true to somebody else if you're not true to yourself. If you lie to yourself, you will lie to other people. That's just the way it works. You're not honest with yourself about who you are. You think you're something else. That's ego. Ego is very connected to that because ego is you're inflated. You have a, a false sense of who you are. You're not honest with yourself. You don't realize that you're limited. You don't realize that you have fears. You don't realize that you have insecurities. You don't realize that you're not good at this. You don't realize that you're not good at that. Okay. Question, comments, please. Yes, Ben. In regards to knowing your limits, right? Like, were you successful or were you not successful? Right. My question is, are you supposed to approach those types of things as, okay, so this is something that I'm not good at? Now, is it like a workout where you're supposed to push yourself to your limits? Exactly. So that's a great, right. That's the million. So that's a great question, Ben. Uh, Again, when you, when you know that you're not, right, when you know that you're, you're, you're limited in an area, so what I'm trying to say, maybe, maybe let me give it over better, don't look at it that you're limited in, in that area, look at it that that's the no, which is telling me something else, yes. When we focus on that I'm limited, we think that there's something wrong with me because I'm limited. I'm not limited in that area, I'm, I'm not limited, everyone is limited. That's the point. Everybody, everybody has their boundary at a certain place. Yours might be here. His might be here. The problem is when, when we keep on, when we keep on you know, going like this against our boundary and then we're not willing to say, okay, let me try this. Now Ben's asking, so when do I know when to push? When do I know when to turn the other way? So, the, so to that, you, that's where you need other people. That's where you need other people to discuss. That's where you need other people to guide you. That's where you need people, you know, sometimes people, right, they're dating someone and they're like, oh, I'm so scared. I don't know if she's for me. I don't know if I should marry her. I don't know, right? So sometimes you have to go ahead and you have to say, um, okay, you're right. That's a good point. She's not for you. And go find someone else. But sometimes you have to say you're just scared, it's just anxiety, you'll get through it, it's okay, and sometimes you need just a little bit of a push and things are hard. It's like that in anything in life, right? A person starts learning Gemara and he learns this Masechta, so you could say, oh, what? Rabbi Fisher just said that this is not for me and I gotta find my thing, so you close your Gemara and you go off. Or you could say, did I put in enough effort? Have I tried? Is it something else? Can I do it? So, so you need to explore, and you definitely need other people to help you, guide you, and what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Thank you, Ben. Amazing, amazing question, Ben. Yeah, amazing, amazing question. Great, great point. But people, but that's really where people struggle a lot. People struggle because they, they, um, they keep on fighting and keep on pushing in, through in areas 
in areas that are, that are not meant for them. And then it ends up hurting them. It ends up hurting them. It ends up not being good for them. It ends up not being good. And then sometimes you have something that you left too soon. And if you would have gone through it, you would have broken through. That's what you're saying, Ben. So, so you're saying, well, how do you know? First of all, you don't know. It's, sometimes it's hard. And sometimes you, but it's just good to be aware of what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are and what you're good at, what you're not good at, and what, what you, you know, and that's why you need other people to guide you. There's no way you could do it alone. There's no way. Okay, anyone else? Someone? Come on, such a such a, a, a important concept. Someone's got to have either a comment or a question or something. Okay. Oh, yes. What would be a real success? What, when is we actually have a success? Like, if not money, right? Or happiness? Or what, what exactly is success? Is so that, that, so that, that's a question I would ask yourself. I could tell you what to me is considered uh, successful for me. I could say, I could share what I consider success for me, but you would have to ask yourself. I would ask yourself. I think everyone needs to ask themselves. I mean, Ms. Charm says it straight out. You, you may have to make a list. You've got to make a list and say, what is it that is my success? What is success? I guarantee that anyone will know, I guarantee that anyone, anyone who says, oh, money, 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 there's no, there's no way they're not going to say they want, don't want to have a great relationship with their wife and their family. No one's going to say, okay, I can have all the money in the world, but I'm a miserable wreck. No one's going to call that successful. So you want to be clear and define within yourself what are your principles and what to you is considered success. And then, and then figure out where I'm at in all of those areas. But there's no global, obviously, at the end of the day, there is a, there is a universal a universal uh, feeling that people want to be happy, people want to be, uh, you know, uh, feel good about themselves, people want to have shalom, peace of mind. There are a certain, you know, principles, but it's very important to get yourself, listen, you could have a guy who says, well, my learning Torah, what's successful in learning Torah? I don't know. For this guy, it might be going to sheer and understanding the depth of a Rikivegar. For another guy, it might be learning Dafyomi, doing Bikiyas and that. So is he more successful than him? No. You, you, you want to be clear with what, what that is. Yeah, that makes sense? And again, that gets into judging other people in Lashon Hara. The reason we speak Lashon Hara and we judge other people is because people are different than us. People are different, or people have their weaknesses, which is mashma that I don't have weaknesses. I mean, well, you got to be, if you think about it, it's like the most, it's like, like the, it's like really insanity. Like, so that guy has that problem. Okay, and I have my problem. Who doesn't have a problem? Everybody has a problem. Everybody is weak in a certain area, and everyone is strong in a certain area. It's impossible not that way. You know, rarely are you going to see somebody who's like a real, you know, like a real, you know, uh, you know, uh, Hitler, Yamachshimo. Okay, that guy was a crazy guy. Okay, he's a crazy Russia. Haman, I mean, these people who want to destroy Stalin. I mean, you can go through the wicked, wacko people. Okay, Beseder, we're not talking about that. We're talking about your roommate. You know what I mean? He's not, uh, we're talking about the guy on the bus. You know, you're talking about the, uh, you know, the, the guy on the bus who bothers you or the guy in the restaurant who bothers you. Okay, great. So he's got stuff. All right. Who doesn't have stuff? 
Yes, Yaakov. Right. 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 Nice. Beautiful. Right. That's that is true. Correct. That that's more. You're more in the in the detail. You're more in the detail of of what you're doing to say is that successful. But a person, I'm saying, but even an athlete is is not gonna might not consider. Okay, he might be good at basketball. He might be good at football. He might be good at baseball, whatever it is, but, you know, he might say, okay, having a good family, being healthy, etc. But you are right in, in that, you know, you know, the irony is, you know, you have a guy who plays basketball, you have a guy who's great at basketball, and they're asking him his opinion on life and politics. And, oh, well, I don't know what that has to do with anything. I mean, the guy's great. Ask him how, how you're able to put a ball in a hoop, but what, what does that have to do with politics? Well, who says he knows anything about anything? That's what you're saying a little bit. He's successful in that very specific area, which is a good way to look at it, because you look at it that way, and then it doesn't just become, oh, that is what success is. Right, LeBron James is, is successful. I don't know if he's successful. He's definitely successful at playing basketball. That's what you're saying a little bit, and that's that's I think important. Okay, Hashem should help us all. We should all be zocha. You know, when you realize your limits, that's I think the the uh, the key of this uh, sheer and this discussion. Realizing your limits is realize is also realizing how powerful you are. That's that's the irony of it. Realizing that I'm limited in this area really, really, you know, proves to me and shows me where I'm really very, truly powerful. And it's very important, as Ben was saying, you know, it's important to know where your limitations are and where you're, where you're, where you're, because once you know all your limitations, you could sort of, by process of elimination, you could say, I've said that many times to guys, what do you want to do? I don't know what I want to do. Well, do you want to do this? Nope. Do you want to do this? Nope. Do you want to do this? Nope. Do you want to do this? Oh, now we're getting to a process of elimination of what you truly want to do. Hashem should help us all. We should all be zocha to be able to uh, live the life that we want to live, to choose to live that life because it's really ultimately in our hands and to realize that our limitations are really, really things that can help us become true, more true to who we are. Have an amazing first day of the rest of your life. Thank you, everyone.